Okay, guys, that's uh, Zoopla's UK house price index out for the month end October. So it's just come out just now. They've put all the statistics together. And uh, let's look at the summary in itself. Uh, let's quickly look at um, some of the overviews. Uh, one in 16 privately owned homes will have changed hands in the year. Uh, making it the busiest market since 2007. That's quite hard to believe, considering there's such a restriction in supply. Uh, it's now the busiest market since 2007, where 16, one in 16 privately owned homes are actually changing hands in the year. Um, the average house price is actually up 6.9% on the year as a pace of growth starts to slow down. Um, whether we're seeing that across Fife or not, I don't particularly know. I mean, we've had quite a few conclude recently actually over the line and they've been at 20, 30 and 35% more, which is equivalent to about anything from uh, 20,000 to up to 100,000 more for a property. Um, so, you know, it's quite significant in the northeast Fife, the central Fife and east Fife itself. Um, west Fife, you know, prices aren't attaining exactly these sort of figures as well. So maybe that's the flip side and that's how it averages out overall because um, there's more on the west side in terms of number of transactions than there is on the on the east side. Um, let's look at the other, other ones is here. The average house value from terrace to detached are up 8.3% year on year, uh, double the five-year average of 4.2% growth. Uh, average apartment values are up 1.6%. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, about where we see the values of um, flats and apartments uh, over the next five years. Um, so they say, um, and this is historic, remember, this is not forecasting, um, average apartment values up 1.6% above the five-year average of 1.2% annual growth. Um, the total supply of homes is, um, the total supply of homes is 42% less than it was um below the five-year average for the houses and stock volumes at 55% lower. I'll show you the chart itself. Uh, here's the chart itself. Um, and new supply will pick up in pace in the new year, easing some of the stock constraints. They're actually saying that new supply will pick up pace in the new year, easing some of the stock restraints. Therefore, demand will be curtailed by the new supply coming to the marketplace, which means that if you're going to sell your house, you're probably better putting on now because you're more likely to get a higher offer and value than you are at the new year because they're saying that they expect more properties to come on as a result of that. Um, so you can see the chart here itself. Um, I'll quickly show you what this means. So the demand is up for properties uh, year on year by 19%. Number of sales agreed is up 6% year on year. Uh, flow, of new, uh, flow of new supply is down 21%, which means there's more demand, less supply. Uh, and the stock of homes for sale has dropped 42% year on year. Um, that's That actually goes in line with what I say about the pre-pandemic levels. And Fife, we've got around about last night, I'd done my update, and it was 439 properties av available for sale right across Fife through every single estate agent. Um, before pre-pandemic levels, it was over 1,000. So that kind of that kind of goes in line with what we're saying about a 42% reduction. Actually, in Fife, it's possibly even more, dare I say, a 60% reduction in terms of the number of properties for sale itself. Uh, let's start talking about these numbers. So house price inflation, according to, I'm reading it here, um, Zoopla, uh, average house price annual growth was 6.9% in October, up from 3.5% in October last year. 
Um, so that's almost double-digit figures. Although it was a slight easing from the growth of more than plus 7% in August and September, the average rate of growth over the last three months was higher than any time since 2014. So the average rate of growth over the last three months is higher than any other time since 2014. So house prices are obviously going right up as a result. I think we'll actually see begin to see more coming through as they're over the line. Remember, Zoopla's actually taken account of signed, sale, delivered, keys handed over, money exchanged. And I still think there's a lot more of that to come. So the house price growth will still continue, I think, for the next three or four months. Uh, underlying the strength of conditions in current markets. The trend for annual growth will be continued, continued slowing. That's what they're saying. Although the path may not be linear, that means straight, uh, the easing in the pace of price growth is also signaled by quarterly growth slowing in October to 1.2%, half the level of 2.8% registered in July itself. Well, we'll take a look at that wee graph here. Um, and we could quickly jump onto that and you could see that here. So this is the quarterly growth annual house price growth. Uh, you can see there's the annual house price growth from January. And it goes through and it goes up and down and up and down and through the years itself. So that's over the last quarters itself. So January, September, May, January, September, May, all the way through up until today's date. So you could see the, how the house price growth goes up and down, up and down. And the quarterly growth as well is there as well. So what does that mean to us? Um, well, let's talk about right across the UK, actually. Wales continues to register the highest rate of house price growth across the regions at 10.8%. Still think Fife's going to outperform that. Um, followed by Northwest at 9% in the, mar the market in London. Now, London is actually quite a good indicator because London tends to give an indicator about what's happening maybe later on. So it has that has that 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 latent effect. So it, it's a wee bit later, we tend to find the reaction in London actually pans out over the UK itself. Um, so most affected by pandemic and subsequent lockdowns registered price growth of 2.3%. So London's still growing in price. Um, and sign of the growth is easing across the country. Quarterly price growth has also dipped compared to the late summer in all regions. So let's look at that graph um, itself. So take a quick look at this. Um, so this is quarterly price growth easing uh, across the regions. Um, you can see that in Wales, Southwest, Midlands, South, Southeast. You've got Scotland as well. So we tend to be at the other end of here. And then you've got London, which is last. Um, again, on regional basis, when you drill down to Scotland, and remember, at the other side of this, you've got almost negative in, in, in Aberdeen, which brings it right down about at this level in terms of Aberdeen. So therefore, there's got to be people up at this level um, in terms of house price growth, um, which I think is predominantly the Northeast Fife region um, in Scotland itself. Um, so that gives you a good indication about where we are. Now, I, I think last month we were up in the middle here somewhere. Um, so it is beginning to ease off itself. Um, let's look at among the UK, UK's largest cities, Liverpool, Manchester and Sheffield, continue to show the highest rate of growth at 10.6, 8.7 and 7.9 respectively. The only large city registered price falls is Aberdeen. Yeah, they've said that. Where the average price, uh, average values edged down 0.2% on the year. Uh, in line with our forecast, the rate of annual house price growth is set to moderate in the coming months and into the next year. Although we expect 
prices to end 2022 firmly in positive territory at 3%. Now, think about this. How does it, I'm about to do a, a press release on this, actually, an article on this. We've actually put it together, how inflation is affecting house prices and how it will continue to affect house prices. Now, if inflation is at 5% coming into around Christmas, and we've got growth in the housing market of 3%, then technically you're still eroding by 2% in terms of that. If you've got money in the bank and you're earning zero, right, and a year passes with inflation at 5%, then your pound is now worth technically about 95 pence a year in terms of purchasing power a year later because 5% inflation is eroding at that because prices are going up by that 5% level, hence the reason the value of your pound will, will buy a lot less in terms of goods and services um, as a result of that. So it's all about, at this point in time, is possibly hedging your money or your savings against um, inflation at this point in time. This is why I always say property investment is a great asset class. Um, it actually literally pays you to wait while you rent the property. You're earning money while you're renting the property, plus the fact it is accumulating in value. I'll be honest, I don't think property prices are just going to be 3% next year. I think it's going to be a wee bit, a wee bit more, but um, we'll see who's right at the end of 2022 then. <laughs> Mark my words. We can go back on this. This is what, when, when have we got the now? This is 29th of November, 2021. Let's see who's going to be right. Is it going to be Zoopla at 3%? I actually predict possibly 5% by the end of 2022. Um, in our region anyway. So as mentioned above, while we expect the headline index to slow, there may be a monthly volatility. The key factor here is that even releases of uh, official data um, the, on transactions, which will affect lower revisions to their index itself. Uh, well, what does that mean You know, to the, to the layman? Uh, well, supply most constrained for houses. House price growth is easing as we approach the end of the busiest market since 2007, okay? Um, one in 16, that's one, in, so one for every 16 privately owned homes in Britain has changed hands this year. That's quite a high rate. Um, however, before 2007, that, was, that wasn't uncommon for houses to change over that quick. Um, okay, so compared to one in 20 in 2019, uh, buyer demand remains, remains high, then unusual levels continue to run at plus 28% higher than the five-year average. So it's still 28% higher than the five-year average for buyer demand. Uh, the new supply of homes being listed for sale has been running at 5 to 10% below typical levels seen in 2017 and 2019. Again, I can't reiterate how important it is if you're thinking about selling early next year. Probably now is the time to do that because supply is so limited just now, it gets you in a better position to negotiate, in a stronger position to negotiate as a seller when a buyer comes along, because they don't have that much to choose from, therefore it's going to be yours or nothing for them. Um, so you tend to have the upper hand on this occasion. Um, if you wait till next year and more supply comes into the market, that could predominantly change, that, 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 that positioning um, for the buyer might be in more control there. However, the total stock of homes for sale is down more than 40% on the five-year average itself. Uh, let's take a look at some of these graphs here. Uh, here's another graph here. Uh, let's pop onto this one. This is the total stock of homes running at 
the half the five-year average. You can see that here. There's the flats itself uh, going down. There's the um, houses itself going down. See the house is going dramatically down, uh, so it's taking a tumble, uh, and that's the total stock. Remember, it's all about the number of the stock. It's not necessarily about the price of your home, because if you're selling a house, right, and you're buying a house, proportionally, it's just going to be the same value anyway. Um, if you're upgrading or downgrading, depends if you get the bonus. If you're downgrading, you'll get a bonus if it's going up in price. If you're upgrading, you'll you'll pay a wee bit extra than you would obviously have sold. But proportionally, it's the same because house prices will move up and down at the same value. Um, so it's all about the number of transactions it is the most important point to you, which will give you an indication about how much more you should expect for your property than the home report value itself, because that is based on supply and demand. That's the key indicator. Prices are not supply and demand. Prices are, are an effect of supply and demand. Supply and demand is driven by the number of stock and the number of people chasing that stock. So that's how that comes out. So that's since 2016. That's the last five years. You can see that's taking a tumble and the house has been sold. And then also it's now starting, it's gone up with flats, but it's now starting to come down in flats as well, which makes more flats more attractive in the marketplace. So when we look at the data in more detail, the trends on stock starts to diverge between houses and flats, as we've seen there. The number of houses available for sale is down more than 50% uh, compared to the average levels of the last five years. The stock of flats for sale I'll pop that back up, um, is also down by more than a moderate 15% compared to the five-year average as well. Um, okay, so let's talk about average price point here. Um, let's look at average price point. Uh, okay, average price point. The average value of a home in the UK is £240,000, according to Zoopla. In Fife, it's £196,492. The average price have got, has gone up in Fife by 18.9% in the last five years, which is a good rise. Now, I predict in the next four years, prices in Fife will go up by around about 20%. But let's see who's going to be right on that. Um, the increased demand for and resulting erosion of stock of houses highlights the increased appetite for space among those purchasing homes since the start of the pandemic itself. Um, it's, there is more demand for larger homes, especially in commuter zones and more rural areas. Um, in addition, the stamp duty holiday also boosted demand for higher value homes with the offer of savings up to £15,000 on purchase price. Now, remember, that was right across the UK. In Scotland, really, the maximum value you could only benefit from from the stamp duty holiday, or LBDT or whatever it's called, is £2,100. Because we only had the exemption up to 250000 whereas the UK had up to um, 500000 which made a huge difference for them. And that's why a lot of people in the UK ran in to buy properties, whereas Scotland was less volatile to that measure um, and, and that, that that indication about that, you know, that lapse in that, um, the legislation for the LBBT. Um, the constant, the contrast is in stock availability for houses and flats is also reflected in house and price growth. The average flat now has risen by value by 1.6% over the last year, uh, just slightly above that five-year average of 1.2%. However, the annual growth in prices of all types of houses from terrace to detached is running at 8.3%, nearly double the five-year average rate of growth at 4.2%. Uh, let's have a quick look at this graph. Uh, you can see there. So here it is here. Uh, this is the price house price growth um, um, 
houses twice the five-year average. So this, the 4.2% is actually the five-year rate of growth um, is 4.2%, but the, the annual price growth is 8.3%, as you can see. Uh, and that shows you here. So there's the 8.3%. That's annualized growth rate. And that's the five-year average is 4.2%. And flats, the five-year average is 1.2%. And flats, the one-year average um, itself is 1.6%, as you'll see in this graph. So what does this mean for the outlook? Well, according to Zoopla, new supply will start to rise at the turn of the year as houses use the holiday period to make a decision about making a move. Don't wait for the holiday period. Remember, the Boxing Day bounce kicks in on Boxing Day, and it means that a lot of people just jump, because what else is there to do on Boxing Day? Box? I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure if you meant to be boxing on Boxing Day. Uh, maybe some people do that. Maybe that's why they get different houses later on. Um, anyway, um, apart from that, um, so Boxing Day bounces, 231% spike usually happens as a result of everybody coming on Boxing Day because Christmas Day is now over and it's like, let's focus on new housing. Let's maybe focus on the fact that we want a bigger house. We want a, a place to put our dining table. We want a place to have the kids in the garden because they never go out to play. These are all things that were pre-pandemic and pandemic as well and everybody realised. But then everybody makes a decision every single day. And Fife itself, 17 homes go up for sale every single day almost. So 17 people every single day in Fife alone make a decision to sell and buy a house. Um, so when you think about that, then everybody's going to make a decision. And that's where the Boxing Day bounce capitalises. And you, you're fortunate enough to get that bounce because no one else is on the market yet. And that's why you tend to put your house on just before Christmas to take account of that. Many a time I've sold a house on Christmas Day, New Year's Day, Boxing Day and New Year's Eve in order to prove that point. Because everybody used to tell me it was never a time of year people would buy and sell houses. And it did, because I proved the point. Um, it's only as busy or as quiet as your estate agent wants it to be. And we can make it really busy for you if you want it to be. Um, but we can also do uh, quiet as well, because what we do is a do not disturb campaign, where you put your house on just before the Christmas period. Uh, we take all the names and numbers over the Christmas period, because we don't. We're still available on the phones. We're still taking inquiries, even though Christmas Day, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, Boxing Day, we're still taking inquiries all the way through the process. And when it comes into the new year, we've got people lined up to view your house. We've got everybody ready in line. We've got all the people pre-qualified that are in a position to proceed, in a position to do something. And as a result, you get these offers that you cannot refuse. You also get the conditions met that you really want. And that could be a six-month entry date. That could be a nine-month entry date. That could be a 12-month entry date you never know what's going to happen because we've had that recently with a lot of people and um, because there's so much restriction and supply that a lot of people are quite happy just to wait because they know they've got a house then. They've got the house of the dreams that they want and they're prepared to wait nine months if that's the case because that's what they want and that's the only thing they want. So that's why you should be in a really good position if you've got a restriction supply. But as Zupla says, they expect more properties to come on the market. Therefore, you'll be competing next year. Therefore, you might not possibly get the terms and conditions and the offer you really want as a result of that. So in typical years, uh, the highly seasoned supply of homes being listed for sale slows in the run-up to Christmas. Well, that's what they say. Um, busy as quiet as you want it to be. Uh, but rises sharply in the new year. And on average, the supply of listings at the end of January runs some 50% higher than at the start of December. I'll say that again. Just exactly what we've been talking about. On average, 
the supply of listings, in other words, the properties coming into market at the end of January run 50% higher than they do at the start of December. In other words, December, hardly anybody's putting their house in the market. That is the time. You ever heard the phrase, observe the masses and do the exact opposite? Well, there it is there. December is probably the best time to list your property, um, as opposed to January. Um, I would be listening in December if I was going to do it. I was doing it now. That would be my advice, and that's what I would do personally. Uh, those wanting to move home should contact agents in advance of the holiday period to ensure that the home is ready for listing at the start of 2022 to get ahead of the competition. Well, why not get ahead of the people getting ahead? Uh, buyer demand will remain strong moving to next year, but as the market stands and will normalise in 2022 in terms of the mix of the buyers, therefore there may be more churn and slightly less demand for those with nothing to sell, such as investors and first-time buyers. Uh, this should ease the constraint um, in supply to some extent, although, although, Continuing lower levels of supply are expected to continue to underpin pricing next year. So they're predicting again as well. They've kind of seen that as well. They think lower levels of supply is there as well. Uh, that's actually quite surprising considering that this has been the busiest period since 2007. It's just that there's more and more people want to move and there's more and more people want to be in property and there's more availability of credit. In other words, cheap finance through mortgages and that than there ever was before um, and in a lot of years. That makes it a lot easier for people to buy, therefore more and more people than before are actually looking to buy their first home, if not upgrade or downgrade or, 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 or buy an investment property as well. That's one of the key indicators as well. People that are getting nothing in the bank are tending to invest in buy-to-let property because it is a good hedge for a long-term investment and also gives you a continuous income on an ongoing basis. Gold doesn't give you that. Gold doesn't pay you while you wait for it to go up in value. Cryptocurrency doesn't pay you while you wait to go up in value. Platinum doesn't wait wait to pay you while you go up in value. There's very little asset categories. It will pay you while you wait for it to go up in value. Over the long term, by the way. this is Property is never a short-term or a medium-term gain. It is a long-term asset investment. Um, other factors um, that will affect prices next year include the looming economic headwinds in the shape of rising inflation, as I spoke about earlier, which will push household, hires co uh, household costs higher. The Bank of England will reply by raising interest rates. I think there's possibly no doubt about that, leading to mortgage rate rises. So key here is if you've got a mortgage and it's not on a fixed rate just now, get ready to fix it now. So you've got certainty. There's really good two-year and three-year and five-year deals out there that are basically fixing your cost for the next five years so you've got nothing to worry about. If interest rates go up to 10%, 15%, you wouldn't care a jot because the reality is your interest rate's fixed at 25 or 3% or whatever it is. So that's why you're better to have certainty more than anything if you're going to stay in your house for the next three, maybe four or five years. Uh, some actual some mortgage providers well will actually allow you to then take your mortgage and port it over to the next property, even though you're in that fixed rate period um, itself, without actually incurring a penalty. A penalty. Um, if you want more information, please feel free to message me direct on that, and I'll and I'll get you to speak to our professional advisors on this. Uh, the Bank of England again will reply on raising interest rates, leading to mortgage rate rises, which will impact buyer sentiment, especially among those uh, unused to rate uh, rate hikes itself. Um, but most people have actually got fixed rate mortgages. 
Incidentally, there's 11,000 people on mortgages in Fife itself just now that do not have fixed rate mortgages. They're on variable rate, which means potentially, we've done a show on this a couple of weeks ago, you're probably losing about an, you're losing out on a saving of £2,000 per year in your pocket. I'll say that again. Who would like another £2,000 a year in their pocket if they're on a variable rate mortgage just now for their mortgage? That's why you probably want to fix because you could save that money as a result rather than being on the variable rate. Because if interest rates go up, the variable rate goes up as well. If interest rates go up and you're on fixed rate, fixed rate doesn't go up. You're on it. You're secured. You know your budgeting costs as well. So even mortgage rates are, remain, uh, are, are likely to remain relatively low compared to the long-run averages, and there is more room for price growth across some of the most affordable ho in the housing markets. And um, We'd actually said this previously, that I think Fife itself is still to get a realignment of prices in comparison to the UK. Um, the average salary to the average house price, which is 240000 is round about 10 to 11 times. In other words, the average house price to average salary in the UK is round to about 11 or 10 times the multiplier. In Fife, it's round about six and a half. So there's still a huge way, leeway to go in terms of getting to that sort of levels, which means house prices could go significantly more and there'll still be financing available out there to purchase them. Um, so I think potentially that Fife house prices will still continue to rise um, exponentially in comparison to the UK average. Um, as outlines in, in the forecast for Zoopla, um, report last month, they expect house prices to rise 3% next year and forecast 1.2 million transactions down from the 1.5 this year, but in line with the average number of transactions over the last five years. Let's take a look at that graph and let you have a wee quick look at that. So here we go. That's the house price rises, house price growth to slow in 2022, according to them. Uh, and that's the projected annual price growth you can see there um, from this to December. And there's a five-year annual average price growth in comparison in each area. You can see there, so Scotland as well. So that's where they're saying. Okay, and uh, and that's it, guys. You know, so just to surmise again um, and take that into account, uh, let's just recap on the executive summary um, before we finish off here. If you've got any questions, please feel free to ask, ask them. So the executive summary, one in 16 privately owned homes will have changed hands this year, making it the busiest market since 2007. Uh, average house prices are up 6.9% on year as the pace of growth starts to ease. It's higher in Fife. And uh, the average value of houses, that's from terraced and detached, are up 8.3% on year, uh, double the five-year average of 4.2% uh, on growth. So, um, you know, it's gone up significantly since then, which is good considering inflation, as I said, is going to be at 5%. So you're, you're increasing by a differential of around about 3, 3.3%. Uh, the average apartment values are up um, on uh, as opposed to the five-year. Uh, the total supply of homes is down by about 50% almost than the five-year average. Um, and stock volumes are also down as well, um, about 50%. So new supply, they expect, Zoopla, Zoopla reckons new supply, they'll expect for, to uh, pick up pace in the new year, easing some of the stock constraints itself, which means easing the amount of properties on the market. But I still think that the number of properties on the market will continue to be um, restricted in terms of the Fife property market itself. But we'll see every week as I do these weekly updates, and we'll keep an eye on that figure of the three, uh, 439 um, uh, th uh, 439 properties. Uh, let's take a look 
and see where it sits at just now on Zoopla. Uh, Zoopla. Um, just quickly jump on there and I'll share my screen with you. I'm going to unshare that. I'm going to share my screen for this one and let you see that. See if we can find Zoopla. So here's Zoopla here. Hopefully you can all see that. I'll just check. Yep, it's on here. So keep an eye on this. This will give you a good indication. So this is you could do this at your own leisure as well. And um, so basically all you do is go into Zoopla and type Fife and click on Fife, hit the search button, and it gives you 432. So since last night, seven properties have actually sold and gone under offer since last night. Because I did this at last night and it was 439. Will it go below 400? It could possibly be. You never know. Look at the number. Look at the filters. Watch the filters, though. Watch the filters. I'll look at property status, and I'll take on under offer and sold. Look at how that 432 changes to 141543. So 432, that means 1,100 properties are in the pipeline to exchange with solicitors just now. So which means if there's 432 on, average, uh, or, uh, the average amount that... Um, we sell as estate agents right across five is round about 500 just now. And so there's round about 500. So we've only got 432 on. That means we've got less than one month, less than one month stock. We've got a four weeks stock on every single estate agent now in Fife. Um, that's actually quite worrying. <laughs> that means there's a complete restriction supply. Um, but 1,100 properties in the market, that means there's about two and a half months worth of stock still to go through the process of actually concluding with this with the solicitors. So if it takes a month to sell and it takes two and a half months to go through, if you put your house in the market today, it'll take you three and a half months to get the keys on average concluded, money in your hands, and you get your next house. So which means if you're at the beginning of December, you've got the beginning of January, you've got the beginning of February, you've got the beginning of March, and you've got halfway through March. So if you put your house on now, you're more than likely, on average, if you everything ticked the box and you had somewhere else to go, it would be the middle of March before you actually got the keys. Um, you gave them to someone else and you were concluded to move into your next property. So this is the key here. If you um, haven't got somewhere else to go, then you could delay that entry date and actually take advantage of the of the current market where it's your, the seller is in the strongest position just now than the buyer and they can demand the terms they really want. It's um, it's 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 the seller's market just now completely, and the buyer really just has to agree to more or less everything because um, because of the complete restriction in supply. But as that begins to ease, more properties come into market. You'll see that you'll see that dynamic changing between both parties, and um, which means prices and offers will come down, and therefore terms as well will be a lot less. People will then begin to demand it and want the house within two months or I'm not buying it, I'll go and buy someone else's because someone else has got one available because there's more supply on the market. So I'll just go and buy somewhere else. And um, so it might mean it might take longer for your house to sell uh, next year. Uh, and that's it, guys. Um, you know, that's my just my roundup of the Zoopla um, UK uh, property price index for uh, the month of October. Um, and uh, if you've got any questions, please feel free to ask or message me direct. And until next time, guys, I'm Jim Parker for Five Properties TV.